0: hey everybody uh welcome to the mandalorian podcast i am your host for today drew gretch except i'm always your host well um so we're doing things a little bit different this week and we're doing now You may have heard me talk about this a couple weeks ago brand new format for these content-based shows are not uh happening immediately you know because we're about to be getting a new season of The Mandalorian in four weeks. Wow, that's so soon! Twenty days until we got new content. Uh, well, how, how we did this was recording the first part of this podcast on Thursday night. This podcast is going to go live in just under six hours, and uh, I but, I but I recorded the second segment uh covering the first half of Star Wars Resistance season one a little bit of a couple of weeks ago, so. If there are references to things that have already happened that I didn't know about, or, you know, if if it's just, if it's, it, it may be a little bit dated, I don't think it is, but, you know, if there's something in there, just remember it was recorded a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think our biggest piece of news for this week is that Star Wars Squadrons is out. Star Wars Squadrons is out right now. It's available on... Uh, Xbox, and, um, on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. I'm, I'm playing it this weekend. I'm so excited for this game. It looks awesome. Yvonne, Yvonne's coming over, and we're going to play this game for like six hours straight. It's going to be great. Um, You guys can expect, just because of scheduling and everything, you guys can probably expect, you know, just some, some light talk about the game that pro- probably next week. Um, just like the gameplay of it, I'll be doing I'll be doing doing a short review, but I will be doing a full campaign re- review sometime in January or February, since I've got content planned for the rest of 2020, which is super exciting because we got uh Mandalorian lesson for eight episodes, so that's gonna be super fun. This gonna be super fun. Speaking of Mandalorian, that's Mandalorian news. We got a brand new poster released today that's right guys we have a brand new poster out for the mandalorian season two i'm gonna just look at this real quick let me just pull this up on instagram and be posting this on instagram tomorrow guys so you guys can see i'm talking about so the new poster shows dinjarin on a speeder bike like the one we saw in chapter five of the gunslinger last year Uh, he's on tatooine and he's riding down the hill with baby yoda on the back just riding shotgun and baby yoda i and you know if you guys have, have have seen age of ultron which i don't know what, why you haven't uh it's on disney plus go watch it it's great um you uh will remember the scene tw- towards being a movie where tony stark has a bumper sticker inside or not really bump what kind of bumper sticker uh Inside the cockpit of the Quinjet, and it's just like Jarvis is my co-pilot, and I don't care. I I want the Baby Yoda as my co-pilot rather than Jarvis. I mean, Jarvis is awesome. You know, the 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 Wandavision tr- trailer looks great, but you know, I I'd rather have ba- Baby Yoda as my co-pilot than than uh, Paul Bettany. Um, yeah. So more Mandalorian news. Uh, Mando Mondays have been announced. So, so if you guys remember how in the past we had Force Fridays, uh, last last year we had so there w- in twenty fifteen there was Force Friday, which was a bunch of toys for the Force Awakens, and probably probably also season two of Star Wars Rebels. Um, we in twenty sixteen we had Rogue Friday, which as you can guess, all the toys for Rogue One. Uh, twenty seventeen we had Force Friday two, to promote. Uh, the stuff for Star Wars The Last Jedi. And then there was nothing for Solo because Solo came out in the spring. And last year for The Rise of Skywalker, we had Triple Force Friday because there were toy releases for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So all three of those properties were promoted. Uh, and now we have Mando Mondays uh, where every Monday. Starting uh October, so uh no it's ten Mondays I think so October twenty sixth, so the week that's uh the week before so that's the that's like four days before the season premiere to December twenty first, so that's like nine or ten weeks. Uh, there's gonna be some new toy drops coming out uh, every week so that's super exciting I know I'm going to be getting some of those uh, I have recently made the switch to from three and three quarter inch collecting to six inch black series just because there's more of that and more variety and I have pre-ordered my uh my Beskar ar- armor figure uh six inch black series I'm excited for that to arrive pre-ordered it should do the same or don't <laughs> but yeah so there's that uh, the Mando Monday stuff. Um, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, another news, guys. Uh, The Mandalorian has won seven Emmys. Seven Emmys. That's insane. It did not win uh best drama series or I- outstanding drama series. Did not win that, but you know that's fine. That's fine. Um, but it did win just just a whole bunch of others. Uh, I can find The Mandalorian Emmys. All right, it won. One well, like seven, it was insane. Um, all right, so uh, let's go to winner. All right, out, so for outstanding production design for a narrative program, half hour. Winner for chapter one, The Mandalorian. Outstanding music composition for a series. Winner chapter eight, Redemption. Outstanding sound mixing for a comedy or drama series, half hour, chapter two, the child winner. I mean, I, and I'm the, 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 these are all winners. Um, outstanding special visual effects, chapter two, the child. That episode, I've, I did not like that at first. Uh, I, I really like that episode. I thought, I think that's a really great character for episode. It's much more quiet, it's more focused and everything. I, I really enjoy it. Um, and just that scene with the mud horn and Baby Yoda just lift, lifts him up with the force, like that. That was, that was so so cool. Outstanding stunt coordination for a drama series, limited series or movie. The Mandalorian, the whole season. Outstanding cinematography for a single camera series. Uh, chapter seven, The Reckoning. And last one. Outstanding sound editing for a comedy or drama series half hour. Chapter 1, The Mandalorian. So yeah, that's 7 Emmy wins. Also at the Emmys, more news. Um, uh, Moth Gideon actor Giancarlo Esposito has said that we're going to be getting to know more about Moth Gideon in Season 2. But then we will also be seeing much more of his backstory unfold throughout Seasons 3 and 4. That's right, guys. Uh, Mandalorian uh, has plans for at least four seasons. It's not unheard of. You know, uh, me, me, me being a big Marvel fan, you know, people were, they, like, they like Marvel started to work on Daredevil Season 4 when, when, when the show was canceled. It's completely unfair, and Daredevil has to be brought back on, on Hulu. That would just be great. Um, so yeah, the, uh, so it's not uncommon for a show to, you know, start plans for another season and then get canceled. I don't see the Mandalorian being canceled. That was one of the biggest that's the Mandalorian is among the big is one of the biggest television series of all time. You know, I, I, I don't see the show getting canceled anytime soon. No, uh, I I really thought there were only gonna be three seasons of this show. You know, I I, I, I think I kind of knew there were gonna be more. I mean, I hope there. were... Of course, I want there to be more Star Wars. I just don't want like if, if, season two kind of just ends the story. They have to have a really good third season to tell it to start a new story. I, I don't want it to be like, kind of just still playing this whole ba- baby Yoda thing. You know, I and I'm not sure. I I don't really want like I I I. I, I I don't want the, the like the search for the Jedi to last the next three seasons of the show. Now again, the, if they keep doing this eight-episode thing, the next th- three seasons it's only there twenty-four episodes. I don't really want them to do all of that. That that just I I, I don't want them to draw it out. So I'm just what I'm trying to say. I don't want them to just draw the series out. Like I really thought that the first season did an outstanding job of telling each episode, you know, is kind of like Clone Wars in the sense that the first three episodes were an arc and then the next three episodes were standalone stories and then the two-part season finale just kind of brought them those back together. I really, and I really enjoyed that. I thought that was great. Um, yeah, I think that's really all the Mando news out there. So there's just a really, really... So there have been some really great Uber Eats commercials with Let's see if I can find these. Alright. With oh yeah, this news. Uh so on the set of an Uber Eats commercial with um with uh Patrick Stewart, the actor who played uh Jean Luc Picard in Star Trek. And uh and Luke and Mark Hamill, who of course plays Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. They were they had a they did a an Uber, Uber eats commercial going, and and I'm together, and I will play both of those. But Patrick Stewart has said that uh he would love, that he is ready to see and ready to do a Star Trek Star Wars crossover movie. That'd be so cool to see. That'd be that would just be so cool to see a crossover between those two franchises. I, I don't like i now Star Trek is more science fiction, and I feel like Star Wars more fantasy. I mean of course star wars have that science fiction element too but i feel like star trek is way is way more um science fiction than than star wars is uh you know and and i do enjoy both franchises. i, I of course i've seen all of star wars i've only seen I've, I've only seen the uh the new star trek movies because i'm a bad person and i've been watching some of the older and i've been watching some of the television series i' have mean, really really good really, really really good i'm going back and i'm Watch them before I subscribe to uh, CBS All Access. But I, I, anyway, uh, you know, I, I I would think that'd be so much fun to see like a crossover between the two franchises. I don't know how they would fit that in the canon. I have a feeling that it wouldn't be canon. It would be more of like like a, like a, like an Elseworlds thing. But but that'd be cool. That'd be so so cool to see. Uh, so if you guys want me to play this Uber Eats commercial, it's really really fun. So here's the first one. Tonight, I'll be eating a veggie cheeseburger on ciabatta. No tomatoes. Tonight, I'll be eating four cheese tortellini with extra tomatoes. Stuart, so it's come to this. Thank you. Bravo. Careful, Old daddy's not here to save you. Oh, I am my daddy. Come again? Wait, what? You said daddy's not here to save you? What the hell are you talking about? I'm not sure I got that right. So yeah, that was the first one. That was really fun. Just like a direct, that was like a direct Star Wars reference in there with uh, daddy's not, not, not here to save you. Of course, that being reference to Vader. So here's the second one. Second one is shorter. It's I I think I like the I I think they're both great, but I think I like the first one more. Again, the shorter. Tonight I'll be eating chicken tikka masala with garlic naan. Cheers. I win again, Patrick. That's Sir Patrick. (laughs) Sir. (laughs) I I know what. I think they both. I think they're. Tired. I think they're both so so funny. I I I really enjoy both of those. All right, I think that's all of the news. I'm trying to think, is there any other news? Oh yeah, here's there is some news I've been meaning to talk about for such a long time. I'm remembering this now. A couple months ago, uh, in the Marvel's Star Wars comics, Luke returns to Tatooine. He he touches the sand and he says. Oh, the sand! How I miss the sand! Uh, I'm gonna try to find it. It's, it's so funny. All right, Luke, sand. This is re- this is this is back from like August, and I just. All right, so he says, "Whoa, g- g- good old sand! Can I ever tell you how much I love sand?" He's talking to R2, and that's just like, oh, that's such a I, I, that's such a such a fun callback to um. To attack the clones in the prequels, I I, I think that's really fun. I've been mean to talk about that on the podcast for just so so long. And I just just kept forgetting to do it, and now I just feel so good that I finally, I finally talked about this. Such such a fun callback. Um. Yeah, I don't think. I think that, uh, I think that's about it. Oh no, uh, Hasbro Pulse announced a whole bunch of new. Uh, so, last weekend was Hasbro PulseCon 2020. They announced a bunch of new Star Wars figures. These all look awesome. These all look really, really good. Um, especially some of these Christmas-themed ones. That's right. I am definitely getting some of these Christmassy Star Wars figures. So, if I can just find these... All right, here we go. Star Wars. Uh. Huh. All right. Images. So, there were a couple of christmas star wars figures announced here we go um a couple storms so these are all stormtroopers there's a clone trooper these these look so so cool i'm oh man uh, there's like five of these i really want these i may honestly buy these these are just so much so much fun um there's also an announcement of a dark race six inch black series figure it's coming in the spring Also in the spring, we're getting a 6-inch Black Series Boba Fett. We're getting an Ahsoka Force FX lightsaber from the Siege of Mandalore arc. So yeah, that that is cool. That is cool. I think there's some other things. Some uh, Anakin stuff and the armor from Mandalorian. Uh, So yeah, you guys can find these all online. But... So that, oh, yeah, there's also a Jar Jar Binks f- figure that was announced uh, for 6-inch Black Series. I'm definitely not going to waste my money on Jar Jar Binks. So, yeah, I'm not doing that ever. All right, um, well, we will go and talk about Star Wars Resistance Season 1, episodes 1 through 11, right after this. <laughs> And now we are going to move on to the Star Wars Resistance Season 1 Episodes 1-11 through 11, part of the podcast. Uh, I'm recording this a little bit in, in advance. I'm recording this current segment on September 15th, 2020 at around 9.30pm Central Time. I just want to tell you guys that in case... I say, this in, in case I say anything in here that may be outdated by the time this podcast does release on October 2nd, assuming there is no second trailer for The Mandalorian at that time. That's the one thing that is not terribly good about recording stuff in advance is that, like, you don't know if there's going to be a trailer or something, like, in between now and the time you're going to, you're in t- in, now and in between time you're supposed to put out the podcast, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, everything just heard from that, so I probably did talk about it at the beginning, but I don't like because I haven't recorded it yet. But uh, what we're doing now is just, uh, I'm recording this back segment before, uh, like just like right after I watch the episode, just so I can then get into everything else, and then I'm going to go back, I think like the day before the podcast premieres, and I'm just going to do all the news from last week. So that's how we're doing it. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I think that's gonna, I think the podcast is will, will, will benefit from that so, so much. Um, yeah, yeah. So just you guys have probably heard that twice in this episode. So yeah, uh, and I'll, pro- I'll pro- probably say that at the beginning of each, each podcast. So now talking about Star Wars Resistance season one episodes one through eleven, and I am going with this how how it is presented on Disney Plus. And I just remembered when the mid season finale was, as I was watching the show as it was airing. I wasn't watching it live though, because it was on, like ten PM on Sundays, and that's just it's just not good (laughs) when you put on you put on like the Star Wars. You're like when Disney would put on like the Star Wars program at you know. 10 p.m. on Sundays. It's Star Wars. Star Wars doesn't belong at on Sundays at 10 p.m. Uh but the episodes we are talking about today, The The Recruit Parts 1 and 2, The Triple Dark, Fuel for the Fire, The High Tower, The Children from Dahar, The Signal from Sector 6, Sonara's Score, The Platform Classic, Secrets and Holograms and Station Theta Black. So those are the Episodes of Star Wars Resistance that we are going to be discussing today on the Mandalorian podcast. Uh next week, I'm I'm gonna be talking about the shorts. There were 12 shorts that were, that were put out um in between episodes 11 and 12 of C se- or er, episode Yeah, in between episodes 1 and 12 of season one. So we'll be going over those next week. And then week after that, uh assuming there is only one trailer for mandalorian which by the way i recorded that podcast earlier today that podcast from september 18th i recorded it with avon just, just go 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 check that out um uh so yeah like so assuming that like there's no second trailer there's no second trailer for mandalorian season 2 or if it's in like the final week like, le- leading up to it if it's in the last two weeks, like, leading up to it, I'll probably just, like, rope it in with the news episode. Or maybe, like, if it's, like, the week before, I'll just put out two podcasts that week. I don't know. Because I, I do want to do stuff. I just... Um, I just got to stretch the content out uh, just as much as possible just to give you guys as much content as I can. I, I'm trying to get out... Of, I've I've gotten out of the two-week thing because, uh, if you guys remember, like, a year ago. Or, like, I'm, I'm trying to get out of, like, the two episodes a week thing. Uh, Like, if you guys remember, like, a... A year ago, like with the lead up to the rise of Skywalker, I was putting out like four or five podcasts a week, uh, and I'm 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 not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that more because I'm real. I realized that um, Star Wars doesn't have enough content to do that. So I, we got stuff planned, and, we, and as long as they keep putting out on screen content, we're going to be covering that. And you know, we are going to go in depth on some of the books and comics. But all right, let's just get into Star Wars Resistance. All right, so the recruit, the not So that this is the pilot episode for Resistance. Uh, and it's a two-parter, so I'm just going to be talking about the two-parter as a whole. Okay, so parts one and two, the synopsis for part one, Kaz embarks on his mission for the Resistance, and in part two, Kaz must compete in a dangerous Sky Race. So this episode starts out with some action. Starts out with some action. Um, I was actually reminded, just like the first shot of this series, when uh, the camera like pans down, and, and and we see the head of like the... Um, the of like a a bb droid i was very reminded of the alternate opening from the last jedi uh it's on disney plus if you guys want to find it it is so if you go on your disney plus app it is the deleted scene titled scrolling down oh yeah it's called Deleted Scene Alternate Opening. And I and I am gonna go through and I and I'm really excited to go and talk about all these deleted scenes sometime. Uh that is one of the things we're gonna be doing. I'm gonna be going through and I'm gonna just be talking about all the deleted scenes, but Disney keeps adding to like the collection they have there on Disney Plus. So there's just so many deleted scenes that keep being added. And I don't wanna like I don't know, I I just don't wanna go through and um and like talk about them and then I have to go back and talk about them again so i'm just gonna wait until there's like time when all deleted scenes are added and then i can go through and talk about them and i can't go find it on youtube like if there's stuff they're leaving out because they're also like because disney plus also like debuting deleted scenes stuff that was never revealed before they're putting out so i don't know i don't know um how i'm gonna do it i i definitely want to do it i'm just gonna hopefully wait until like there's time when like they're all out there's a lot of disney statements like all all the deleted scenes for star wars are now out on Disney Plus, so yeah, I'm just gonna wait for that. Uh, but I really liked in this first episode of Resistance: The Recruit Part Part One, uh, seeing, uh, well, seeing Poe po Dameron is always a good thing, especially when he he he's voiced by Oscar Isaac. I really like how the animated shows like when they can, they bring in actors from the movies. I I think that works really really well. Especially for, like, more, like, supporting characters like Poe. I think on the MDB, Poe Dameron is only in, like, four or five episodes of the series. And they're spread, like, pretty far apart. I mean, we got three of them just in the first half of the season. So, it is pr- pretty easy to do that. I mean, like, you can't have, like, Hayden Christensen or Ewan McGregor come in and do, like, seven seasons of an animated series. This is way too much. But I I do really enjoy uh, just seeing these actors from the movies. When when we get to see them, uh, and then we also got to see that that ship, that rebel sh- the the resistance ship they were on. So action from Scarif all the way to Jakku. I wonder if that could be the Tantive Four. I'm gonna check uh the MdaBo right now. It's probably not the best place to check for that, but I don't care. I'm going to the the recruit connections. Put whatever mentioned the battles here. of course, there's only one. Uh, I don't know, but I'm gonna check that, and I'm gonna get back to you guys on the next, next podcast episode. So the uh resistance shorts next week. So I'm I'm gonna be talking about that. Uh, but yeah. So, and then I I I also really really liked uh just the introduction of the Colossus in general. Now oh. A lot of people don't like the Planet of Castalon. I think I I actually really really enjoy the um, the and an animation for the series. I think the animation for show, the show the the cell shading looks really good. I think that the animations for all, all three of the shows have just fit the tone of the series very very well. I feel like this is more fun and everything. And I I I did enjoy this show. I think you guys remember from season two. I was breaking that down about a year ago, uh, because. I wasn't expecting a, sh- a show like Clone Wars with Resistance. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting it to be more kid-focused and all that. So I, this is what I was expecting, and that's what I got, and I enjoyed it. I, I, I wasn't expecting a story that was too big. I feel like if I was expecting, you know, like getting Clone Wars every single week, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I'm like, though well, this is stupid. This isn't at all what we were promising. The thing is, they never did promise it. They never did promise all that stuff, and I mean, I, I hope the Bad Batch can uh take us into can and I hope the Bad Batch can take us into those other kinds of territories that Clone Wars did, and I feel like the Rebels was trying to do, and Resistance did in its final its final episodes. Uh, four was canceled. Um, but yeah, I, I I do enjoy that. So episode two, the the recruit part two, this is the episode where Kaz does. Um, that's where the episode where Kaz does compete in the Sky Race and he faced off against Tora Doza, the captain's daughter of the Colossus. Um, I've, I think, I just think it's really, really, really fun how, um, you know, just spoilers for like the whole series. So I'm just going to just jump forward like 30 seconds or so if you have not seen all of resistance. Uh i felt like this these episodes like going back now and watching season one i i'm very much intrigued to see how tam uh eventually just goes and falls to the first order and i think we had a bit of that in this first episode with her and, and, and yeager and i'm excited to see how that continues throughout this first season just going back and re-watching it uh so episode three, the, the the triple dark Kaz and bb get caught up in a pirate attack. This was cool. So Kaz is really just starting his his spy mission now. He's he's starting a spy mission, and he gets to um meet with well, not really meet with, but uh, he sent on some runs and stuff like errands. I think this episode is the first. Ka- I mean, they didn't uh, oh. Openly say, but I think this is the first uh, LGBTQ couple in Star Wars on-screen media, because this was about a, a, a little bit over a year before the rise of Skywalker, and obviously, uh, well, for you guys at least, uh, Star Wars Squadrons is now out, and there is um, I think like the main, the main like Imperial uh character in that is um is gay and in in the stuff that's been released it's he was talking about his husband i don't know if his husband will appear in the game i I, I just know from stuff i've heard about it uh and stuff about his character's background but uh and and there have been stuff in in books and comics before that especially uh, the one that 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 sticks out to me the most is um is in lords of the sith because i have not read a ton of the other books Uh, i think there might have been something in resistance reborn about it uh and Last Shot, if you guys have, have read Last Shot, it's an amazing, amazing book. I, that's one of my favorite Star Wars books, if not my favorite. Uh, there is a character named, uh, what? what's their name? Um, Taka, Taka. And they pretend to be Han Solo, and they uh, are genderqueer. So, I, I, I just feel like Star Wars, you know, is growing with times, and I really enjoy that. Uh, and I noticed in this episode that we got to see Sonara from episode. What is it? Episode seven when when we meet her and she. So yeah, with with the rewatch that, that is a very that, that's, a, that's fun. Just see them like I recognize it. the the art, like the the is like the makeup on him. Like that that that's Sinara, she she is from later in the series. Episode four, fuel for the fire. New friends pressure Kaz to steal dangerous fuel. We got a solo, a star Wars story reference in here with, uh, the coaxium as Proxima midnight or not Proxima midnight. That's Avengers as a uh, lady Proxima would say. There's so many Proximas in Disney, especially in like this, that span of like April tw- 27th to May 25th of 2018. There are like two Proximas in super high profile Di- Disney movies. Uh, in both in both Avengers Infinity War and Solo Star Wars Star, it's like stop confusing me. Um But yeah, so we got to see uh some coaxium in this episode, a fun nod to solo, which I really enjoy. That continuity between the movies and shows, you guys know I like that. Um and we get kind of introduced to uh Yeager. Um, knowing that he has hit a family now and I and I'm and I was excited to see where that continued for late later on in, in season one, and it does. Uh, episode five, the High Tower. The First Order arrives, and Kaz wants to know why. So now we're kind of getting back into the main main groove of it. Uh, again, you know, I I said this a ton with the season two coverage. Uh, this show is at its best when the First Order is there. So whenever like the First Order is involved that's when star wars resistance really really hits 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 its stride at least in my opinion so that's really just for me i mean maybe i'll do like a little podcast like sometime next year about like how to watch like the animated shows cuz there's just so much animated content out there i think there's like uh 13 like there's like right now there's like 14 seasons of star wars television with it's 50 with the with the 15 starting with like season two of Mandalorian, so there's like fourteen seasons right now, about to be fifteen, and there is so much, and you know, I, I, I want I, I, everybody to watch all of it, but you know, that's just not realistic. Cause I, I am gonna go through, I think, and I'm just gonna pick out like the best episodes of all the shows, and then there's just all of the Mandalorian, cause you gotta watch all the Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, so I really, really enjoyed the first orders there, and in this episode, or is that? The- no, that's not, that's late, 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 late later on. That's a problem with the with the binge, and not doing it weekly. But uh, I'm almost done with watching these shows like clumped up all at once. I got another half season left, and then um, I'm gonna be talking about the Force of Destiny shorts, and then I'm just gonna be talking about episodes and movies as they're coming out. And it's gonna be so much easier to do. I can talk about content when there's content. <laughs> um, Episode 6 The Children from Tahar Kaz races the First Order to find missing kids. Another really really good episode. Not really really good, but the, another good episode. Uh cuz we got a reference to Kylo Ren. We got a reference to Kylo Ren and that that was awesome. I I, I love getting that. Um and and I am just so excited to see like because you know that season two of *The Mandalorian* is gonna touch on stuff about like where, about like the origins of the First Order. And I just want that to be like a backdrop for like one or two episodes. I don't want that to be a whole thing. I really like how with season one they just go and they take how, how they just went and they like took all these stu- all the stuff. Um, just made it like the backdrop, made it the backdrop of of the show, uh, and it got to tell its own story. And I thought, and I think that's when like a, a lot of shows in these big universes do re- really well, is when they can, you know, like, not, like, completely ignore the movies, like, Into the, the Shield isn't, except Shield the Shield's also really, really good, um, is, but, like, they can have the backdrop of it, and reference stuff when they need to, and then, you know, they can just have that there, they can just have that there, and they can tell their own story, and I think that's where a lot of these shows do, re- do it really, really well, except it's gonna be re- super confusing for all of the filthy casuals, <laughs> If like Luke Skywalker shows up, and then it's like I thought that was Baby Yoda. Well, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this like most every episode now. It's not baby, baby, baby Yoda. It is a child of Yoda species who we do not have the name of. Yoda is the most famous species that we know of. It is the most famous of that species we know. Of. We know of two. We know of three now. We know of Yoda and Yaddle and Baby Yoda, the child. So. That's what it is, and hopefully he gets a name this coming season, uh, but I'm also just fine if he just stays as Baby Yoda. Okay, episode 7, Signal from Sector 6. Poe and Kaz investigate a distress signal. Um, Poe po is back, finally. Um, I really liked seeing Poe again. Um, you know, again... Uh, The show's best when the First Order's there. And, you know, First Order wasn't really there in this episode. But it moves the story along with the pirates. And I thought that was really, really good how they did it. I really liked uh, stuff with the uh, Kawaki and Monkey Lizard. Except with this show, I'm kind of having a problem with seeing... I'm just really, just honestly, just not seeing Poe and like the Poe fr- fr- from Resistance and the Poe from the films as the same character. I don't know, it just it just feels like they act too different to me. Um obviously it's Oscar Isaac and obviously Resistance is canon. So I I can work around it. I can work around it. I just really liked... no, I I just love knowing that like all this stuff's in the same universe. And, you know, Disney's gone and they built a giant universe and it kind of feels like with the High Republic, and I do enjoy most of the new stuff that Disney's put out. At least all the uh on-screen content I've enjoyed. Uh, I really hope that like High Republic, it seems like they're going back in time and they're telling all these new stories. And it comes and it kinda seems like, you know, like that's their focus. Yeah, there's gonna be other stories set in the main Skywalker saga timeline that we know of, and of course it is. Same timeline, one so universe, but this is kind of a different part of the timeline we've never explored before. Um, so I am very, very excited to, uh, know about that. So, all right, mo- mo- moving on, moving on. Uh, episode eight: scenario score, chasms repair, of vital platform defense. So, this, so this episode is kind of just like a direct sequel to last week or the last episode because. Most of the time, I feel like with these, like, shows that come out weekly and stuff, especially with, like, a, a more kid-focused animated show like Resistance, it just shows, like, um, like, here's a thing from, um, like, you know, I got a big episode in, like, like the like one week, and then it's, like, three or four weeks late, late, later is when they'll, they'll touch on that again. But, no, this is, like, right after. Like, right after. And, scenarios, you know, placed inside... The Colossus now, and it seems like Kraken's the or Kraken's is it Kraken or Kraken? Because I always thought it was Kraken, but then the subtitles say Kraken because I watched it twice the regular speech. So I put the subtitles on. I think it's Kraken. I think it's Kraken. I think Kraken's the only one that knows because like there's like that one part at the end that's like Sonara, and then she just like knocks him out so that her cover is not blown. But, like that's kind of the same problem I have with Last Jedi. One of them is is just like, why wouldn't, um, hauled out to help with plan, you know, it's just like, it's not going to endanger anybody to tell them the plan. So I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, it's, it, it it's totally fine. It's, it, it's totally fine. It just, it just kind of annoys me a bit. So moving on now to these last three episodes of, uh, the first half season of resistance, we have episode nine, the platform classic eager faces off against his brother in a big race. And you know how, how, how he said that, uh, Fir- that resistance is best on like the first orders involved. I feel like this is like with the like I think like the one exception. Cause I really, really enjoyed this episode. Uh we got more of Yeager's backstory and more stuff about what happened in the Battle of Jakku uh with oh what's his name? It was like was it Marcus Speedstar? I think that's that's what the brother's name was. I think it was Marcus Speedstar. Um and, you know Yeager definitely looks like he could be in like have, have fought a Jakku, but his brother does not, like, he does not look like, he'd have to be like 45, 50 years old or so, uh, cause it's been like 29, it's been 28 and a half years at the, or coming up on 29 years since, uh, since the battle of Jaku in, uh, a, a year after the end of Return of the Jedi, and th- that just does, does not, does not seem likely that it that he fought that i don't know if it's just like an animation thing or 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 what but i don't know it's it's fine i i still enjoy this episode uh i really liked seeing uh the Guavian death death gang i almost called him kanja club um but yeah Episode ten: Secrets and Holograms. Kaz ropes Tora into his quest to spy on her dad. Uh, this episode is when I was thinking of er- er- earlier when uh, Kaz just breaks into uh, to Captain Doze's office, and you know we get to see, we got to see what was the name? It was it was Jace, Jace kid who took the coaxium from Meager's office. He's working in up in the tower now, and I don't know why he's complaining about that, because living in the tower, or, like, just at least working in the tower seems, seems like a real sweet gig. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't know why he'd he complain about that, it's especially just also, like, try to, like, rat Kaz out. Uh, I get it, it's annoying, he has to work super hard now to get a new speeder. Well, you know, that's what ha- happens when you use too much, uh, hyper fuel. So and and at the end of the, and at the end of the episode we learn that Doza's that Captain Doza was actually a was actually an imperial officer that's just so interesting and, and and I forget where that goes it's been like two coming up on like 2 years since I watched these episodes for the first time since I last watched these so I'm very excited to get to go back now and rewatch them uh and episode 11 Station Theta Black. Kaz and Poe investigate a first order mining facility. I I don't know. I, I really want this as like a map in Battlefront 2. I, I know there's gonna be no more updates to Battlefront 2. I just feel like Station Theta Black, or at least just you can like just add a bit on to the Star Killer base and make it just look, look like the station. Cause I, I think that the map for this station will look awesome. Especially for like Starfighter Assault. If you guys can't tell, I've been playing just so much Battlefront 2 lately. Um yeah, again, Poe came back, we got to see Starkiller base again, that was awesome, I, I really loved seeing that, because it just ties in with the movies in such a beautiful, beautiful way, uh, uh, and yeah, I really don't like at the end, though, I really don't like the ending of, of this episode, when he, when Poe, or not Poe, when Kaz, like, it's like, the explosion from the station, like, goes to, is, like, about to catch up with Kaz, and then he just escapes by like diving behind an asteroid. That's not how the Force works. And yeah, I get it. It's it's not the Force, but it's just like that's that asteroid should have been destroyed. It should have been destroyed, and I can head cannon around like maybe it was like on the edge or something. I, I don't know. I, I I just don't like it. It doesn't make sense to me. But whatever. I, I can move past it, and that is it for this first half season of Star Wars Resistance. Next week's podcast, as I've said multiple times, is talking about the 12 shorts that were released. Unless, of course, there is another trailer for The Mandalorian Season 2, in which case that will be the podcast, uh, but yeah, other than that though, uh, we got... Four weeks until season two of the Mandalorian guys. I'm excited. You should be excited. Uh you guys can find us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. Make sure to check out our, uh, to check out the website, KidCommentariesNetwork.com. Check out all of our other podcasts wherever you can find this one. You can find all the others from the Kid Commentaries Network. Uh leave leave a half star review and and we'll read it here on the podcast. And uh uh send feedback, emails, everything. Do it. Do it. Send it to mandalorianpodcast.gmail.com and we'll read it here on the show because we're about to get season 2 of Mandalorian and please, please do that. Please send in some feedback because I want to get feedback about the show. How, how, how am I doing? Uh, is there, is there anything you want to change? Please don't be, don't be negative. Just be, do constructive criticism. Uh, don't, don't be a negative Star Wars fan. Or is it just Star Wars fan? I don't know. Star Wars fans are so negative sometimes. Whatever. Uh, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan. Uh, but yeah so thank you guys so so much so much for listening i'm drew Gretch, and may the force be with you